open run with BTG back again. The gym is open. We are getting closer to football, college football, NFL football right around the corner. I've already completed one of my fantasy drafts. Yes, Justin Jefferson went first. I snatched him again two years in a row. And then shortly after that, A.J. Brown. I did a great job. Oh, you want to know who my quarterbacks are? Yep. Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff, and I got the rookie from the Colts. I, I just want to see what it, I just, you always got to have a backup quarterback or two in fantasy, right? Because you just never know. Bad matchups or you got a quarterback that might miss a game or two every season because for whatever reason, you know what I mean? Uh, Jared Goff was fantasy gold last year. Okay, you know, he was under the radar for a little bit. Didn't, you know, picked up towards the end of the season, and he was fantasy gold. As far as Lamar Jackson, Jackson is like one of those things where you ride him until the wheels fall off. You know, he did have an uh, injury last year that affected not only my roster, but a whole lot of other people's rosters too, who didn't have a... Uh, solid backup, I should say. You know, always keep you a solid backup, man. And, and always, if you got a quarterback that gets out of that pocket and uses his legs a lot, make sure you keep a, a quarterback in a stash that don't do too much running. Even though it's a plus, if you can get a quarterback that uses his legs to get yardage and or runs, you know, shout out to, um, let's see, those quarterbacks would be outside of, Le you know, you got the Justin Fields, um, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, Josh Allen, you know, those type of even uh, Pat Mahomes, you know, I, I think I, he I think he's a bit more. I wouldn't necessarily call it smarter because he's made some dumb plays, but I, obviously he gets that type of leeway because of who he is and what he can do. But I think he's much more smarter to get down and get out of bounds more. Than some of the other younger cats or his peers. But nonetheless, like I was saying, just get you another quarterback. Get you about two, two or three quarterbacks when you come, when it, depending on how deep that bench can get, then, you know, definitely snatch up just a potential. You know what I mean? Get you a potential. And that's what I got, uh, with the, uh, with the rookie quarterback from the coach. Now, I will say this. We often talk about, hear me out, big Mike 12 Cal. I know y'all listening. We often talk about, I mean, we talk about sports in general, right? And shout out to Big Mike. You know, uh, he's uh, a huge, huge and a passionate fan when it comes to the boxing world. You know, shout out to Ring Kings. And 12 Cows is, is, is extremely crazy about college football, as he should be. NFL as well. You know, I, myself, I love all sports, but if I had to rank them, obviously, you know, without the shadow of a doubt, football and basketball is, a, is up there. And it's, and it's pretty much 1A and 1B. And even then, the sport itself is competing with the, you know, college players. So I got a lot of content between basically those four uh, avenues, you know, my professional teams and my college teams. But let's, you know, let's involve other sports into this conversation because often we talk about um, who just recently won or the powerhouses of this conference, uh, the dominant team in this division. 
you know, the record holder and the most championships um, in the NBA or who are we tied with, with for the most championships and things like that. But let's talk about that other side real quick. All right, Murph, you listening? Let's talk about that other side, J.O. So, J.O., I need to know what is more effective on your emotions when it comes to a loss. And we're talking about we could break it down between how it feels as a fan versus how it feels as a actual player. And, a, and again, a lot of us, well, I would say most of us has gone as far as just college. You know what I mean? Didn't didn't reach the pros or anything like that. But even whether you play college ball, high school, or you started prior to that, whether it was Pee Wee, Pop Warner, you know what I'm saying? Pick up ball, yeah, you know, baseball with a tennis ball in the park somewhere, playing soccer in the streets or something like that. We've all been in a situation where we've played games and we've lost. But what about those meaningful games, those key games? What about the championship game? Which one hurts the most? If you go through the World Series and end up taking the L in the very last game, being swept over losing in the game seven, which one is worse? You know what I'm saying? I would assume that losing a game seven is much worse than getting swept because it's, it's almost like it's almost like someone it's almost like your fate. You know what I'm saying? You just want it over quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But to drag it out, knowing that you have a chance to beat this team because y'all been going back and forth all series. You know, it's, it's three three on both sides. Now it just comes down to this one game, and then and, and it, what makes matters worse is what if that game ends in uh, a situation where it was a one possession game, one or two possessions. You know what I mean? That hurts even more. So, but which one though? We're talking about when we talking about professional basketball. We talking about the NBA Finals. We talking about seven games, right? When you look at college basketball, on the other hand, we're talking about March Madness, where you have one opportunity damn near every week until you get to the finals. And it's just a one shot. You don't have a three or five or seven game series. You have one chance that's very similar to college football, extremely similar to professional football. You know, they don't have multiple games that you have to play against one team. Now you get into the playoffs, it's the best one up, the best one up, the next one up, get to that championship game, and that's it. Would you rather lose the Super Bowl rather than losing the national championship? You got to think about that, though. It's two different type of feelings. It's two different type of legacies. Winning in college basketball does is way as heavy as in NBA Finals. See, I kind of think the opposite. I think I think winning the NBA championship is a bit much better than the NCAA. And I'm here, here I'm going to tell you why. It's not just the pro aspect, you know what I mean? I think it's the culture around it. And don't get me wrong, college basketball has a culture. That culture picks up even more once it gets to March because of March Madness. You know, now if you go on a Cinderella run and you actually win, 
obviously that would mean a lot to sports in general because you broke a lot of records at that point, you know, uh, especially if you are a Cinderella team. Now, in the NBA, they do they have a, a, a Cinderella version from time to time? They do. They do, and it's highlighted. But these are still professional teams, and it could be a situation where they have a player or two that's highly respected or loved. They just got caught fire, and prior to this team catching fire and running through the playoffs, I wouldn't necessarily call them the laughing stock, but they wouldn't consider it a competitor for the championship. So, you know, if that team wins or loses in the finals, is it more respected or more talked about than if they are uh, Cinderella team in the uh, March Madness was to go all the way to the championship? Because remember, UCLA a couple of years ago was considered a Cinderella team, but the program itself is not a Cinderella team. It's not a small team that came from a small conference. You see what I'm saying? Even though the records show that they were considered a Cinderella team inside of the March Madness bracket because of their legacy, it just didn't feel it. It, it just didn't feel like that. It was just a number game at that point. I think they were like ranked like they I think they were like 11. Ranked 11th. They were like the 11th seed in that tournament and I think they uh, if I'm not mistaken they beat Michigan State to get in or they beat Michigan State the next game. Or whatever. And they just went on. They went on. Um, the World Series. The World Series versus the World Cup. Now I will say that World Cup, I'm not I will I'm not well versed on soccer or football in general. That football, right? But I do know and I've always known how serious it is when it comes to these other countries because they put soccer before the U.S. soil. So them losing in the World Cup could mean a whole lot, much deeper than any other championship game. Because it's like the lifestyle that they live and breathe and they look at these players such as these players could be considered soldiers. You know, it can get that dangerous. So I've heard, you know, and from the footage that I have seen, uh, you know, whether it's on TikTok or whatever the case may be, wherever you might catch this footage at, you will see how crazy it could get during, before, during, and after those soccer matchups, especially the World Cup. Mm. It says a lot. I know the money difference is crazy, but... Again, going back to it, man, whether it's tennis or golf, a showdown like that. And, and, and when we talk about tennis and golf, it's, that's a one-on-one type of thing. You know, and, and, and at least in football and basketball, you could lose the game. It's, it's sad to say, but you could lose the game based off of one of your teammates' mistakes. Where in golf and in tennis, it's all on you. It's really all on you. Baseball, the same thing, though. Baseball can be one of those things where you have a phenomenal game at the bat. You know, your batting percentages through this World Series has been phenomenal. But then on defense, you know, a cat drop a, uh, you know, drop a, uh, a ball or something like that. One of those errors pop up. You give up two bases or something like that. 
This is extremely tough. Do you see the amount of pitch changes that they have in the World Series? You don't even have to watch the game. If you get the notifications on your phone, you can see every so often they changing the picture because it's that tight. It is that tight. I will say this, though. In this generation, it's a little bit different. I think the emotions can still be the same, but as far as how long the effect is on them, it doesn't it doesn't stick that long. And to to be to be honest though, I was kind of like that too. Um except when it came to certain teams. Obviously, I'm a Raiders fan, you know, and I'm a UCLA fan. So, when your team hasn't been to the playoffs in a long time or they finally get recognized as a playoff team, how they go to the Super Bowl in the early 2000s and stuff like that, there's a lot on the line. You know, because at that point it's like you got there, but the only way that you could end this off in a perfect note is to win the championship game. So getting there, knowing that how difficult it is to sustain a consistency in the NFL year after year, that's extremely tough. It's extremely hard. It's almost like you got to catch fire at the right time. It's almost like those injuries is all healed up by the end of the season going into the playoffs or the wild card. You know, same thing with every sport, though. You want to make sure you got your head honchos going into the more tougher battles towards the end of the season, which is the postseason. But, as, man, at the end of the day, I never really understood the stupid questions afterwards, even though they they coded with they just doing their jobs. I could never understand anybody, and I probably will never understand this question after you lose a championship game. No matter which championship game is it, how do you feel? Like, in all honesty, I know it's more for the fan base and I know it's more for these companies that put out content, but I wouldn't even be mad if we did not hear from the losing team, the losing players. In boxing, UFC, you know what I'm saying? Or in boxing, like, yo, it's just one. You know, that title fight, that title fight against the guy that you've been you know, you really don't like. Nowadays, you can't really tell. I mean, a lot of cats do be having respect for each other. But it's hard to find a, a, a nice, good rivalry, which the original episode was going to be about that, like true rivalries and what rivalries are. But I've had that episode before. But, you know, in, in uh, boxing, that's another one of those you're on your own type of sports and you have to figure it out because there's no one else to blame, even though they say teammates don't blame each other. They do. You know, when you when you get behind these scenes and now that podcasting has taken off to a whole nother stratosphere where a lot more of these actors, actresses and athletes are doing podcasts and doing it during their job, meaning when they're filming, they're going right to the trailer. Hey, podcast. When they're after a game, Draymond Green runs straight to his hotel room and records. We've seen PG-13. You know, all of these cats are the former cats, the Gilbert Arenas of the world, like uh, the Rashad McKent. Like, all these cats are talking more. The Chad Ochocinco, you know, you got more football players just talking and things like that. And the content is good because now you get to learn about the behind-the-scenes stuff. But the one thing that shocked me, uh, and, and the reason why I want to bring this up that kind of ties into this whole losing the uh, championship game, 
is that now we're starting to hear a lot of current players saying that they know for a fact there's a lot of players in this league still in money. And what they mean by still in money is that they're not playing with the passion anymore. They're, pa- they're playing for checks. And once they get paid, they take their gas off of it because championships don't matter. Gilbert Arenas said it. He said if you offer him a check, you know, if he, he if he was offered the max and it came up to 300 but no rings or versus 50 mil and maybe a ring or two, he said he's taking the three. He said he doesn't care about the championship. And that, that was one of the, considered an old-school player by now. Just imagine the young cats who we deem, uh, who we know. Some of, the, some of these cats have actually came out and said they didn't watch basketball. Anthony Edwards has said it at one point. You know what I'm saying? The young cat that just got drafted this year, third pick in the draft, he said he didn't know certain players. Like, it's, the game is different. So now you tie that into your favorite team because some of these players are on your team. And it's like, you can't help but to think, well, damn, was it really there? Did they really put they all into it? One mistake as a teammate, and it can cost you the championship. I just want to know from y'all, Big Mike, 12 Cal, J.O., Merv, all y'all out here listening to the sports episode, I need y'all to... King Germ, if King Germ is listening, I don't even know how much of a sports fan King Germ is, but we're going to find out. I need to know which sport would you be affected by the most if you lost in that championship game. And again, put your bias aside as far as which sport you love the most and try to be an all-around fan to most of these sports. You know, involve yourself in, uh, in, in, in boxing, tennis, golf, soccer, hockey, you know, not just the regulars, baseball, football and basketball, but these other ones. You know what I mean? Because we watch some of these sports from time to time and some of y'all are low key, um, very knowledgeable on these other sports outside of the popular ones. So put yourself in those shoes as a not just a fan, but also as a player, as a fighter, you know what I mean? And and ask yourself, how would I feel or would this mean much more for me to lose this fight versus losing in a game seven in the NBA finals? You know what I mean? Because you, you walk into that boxing ring and you literally have, what, 10 to 12 rounds to fight? And you got to win at least seven of those without getting knocked out. You got to at least win seven rounds out of the 12 rounds without getting knocked out. That's the goal. In basketball, you got to win four out of the three. In NCAA, you got to win every game, every game, (laughs) including the championship. One take. The Super Bowl, man, injuries is going to be there. You got to battle through the playoffs, and then you're on the big stage. National championship was tough about that. I think they get about, what, a week or two off before they go to the championship? Or is it longer? Than, is, is, is the break longer than that? I forgot how long the break is, but it's not, it's not necessarily a turnaround because at one point we'd be forgetting about it, right? Yeah, man, it's it's a lot to think about. We also talk about winning championships and things like that and how many rings will we, you know, are you considered a Hall of Famer if you do this and you do this, your numbers, but what about if you lose? 
What about if you lose? Which one do you think matters the most? Which one do you think stings the most? Because you got to remember this before I get up out of here. When it comes to boxing, you can get a you can you can you can get a rematch that that following year. That turnaround, like just like that. You might have to pick up a couple of other fights in between or you might take that whole year off. You know what I'm saying? It's I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how boxers really do it, but I'm assuming they stay tuned up. Right. So it's almost a uh, it's almost a promise that you can get back to that to that that spotlight. You know what I'm saying? And then as far as but as far as the NBA dog, you got to go through that gauntlet again, especially if you're in the West. You have a better chance just playing your heart out in college and getting back to the tournament. Hopefully you getting the good seed. You know, in college football, dog, you know how difficult it is? Because if you if you lose one game, your chances are you're it's like almost a 50 50 that you can get to the back to the national championship, depending on the strength of your schedule, conference, the whole nine and who you lost to, how early you lose. Right. And just might not get back there. And if you get two losses, you could damn near just chop it up. Unless you LSU or Alabama who gets these miracle chances after two losses in the season. Right? The World Series as a pitcher? Yeesh. That's a lot. That's a lot. Y'all go ahead and think about that. Y'all get back to me. Whether y'all get back to me on Twitter, uh, IG, whatever the case may be, I get a lot of my feedback through text messages. You know, everybody don't have that privilege, but for the ones that do, Rock on. Let me get some of that feedback. Which sport would be worse to lose a championship game in? Let me know. Open run with BTG, man. See y'all next week.